Hello and welcome to Search Results, a podcast where I, Connor Morin, me, Liam Curran, and myself, Patrick Nelson, investigate the most weird and wacky internet questions. What is the world thinking with all these random thoughts? Well, we've taken it upon ourselves to explore the search results to get you the answers. Join us each episode as we pick a question and then proceed to lose ourselves down an internet rabbit hole. We then come back to you with hopefully some kind of answer. This podcast will be full of stupid conversation, ludicrous facts and trivia which will blatantly be of use to no one. So, I hope you're ready for some fun, risky and explicit education. Without further ado, let's get into this and attempt to find out what the world really wants to know. Well, hello, guys, and thank you very much again for joining us on Search Results. My name is Connor Morin, but I'm sure you already know that. And I'm joined by my two glamorous assistants. He's smart. He's witty. He looks like a knockoff Adam Driver. It's Liam Curran. What? What's good? <laughs> what? I, wasn't, I wasn't given this script before. What the fuck? <laughs> Who's Adam Driver? <laughs> Who's, who is Adam Driver? Uh, he's the new Sith Lord in like Lord of the Rings. Oh, well, oh. Uh. I guess he was with Scarlett Johansson in his last film, Oi! so I can't be too pissed. <laughs> yeah, <enough>. exactly. <laughs> and he may not be book smart, but his Spotify's popping. It's Patrick Nelson. How are you going, Patrick? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm book smart. I'd say I'm pretty, you know, on it. Yeah? yeah. Fucking Dr. Zeus, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Green eggs and ham. And on that note, should we look into the question this week? Are you guys all ready? Let's do it. Yeah. And again, just going to clarify in every episode, you guys have no idea about the questions which I have compiled together and you have no idea what we're about to search. No, nope. I don't know anything. Lovely. Well, in that case, let's get into it. Is it normal to be sexually attracted to numbers? <laughs> wow. So guys, is it normal to be sexually attracted to numbers? What's your immediate thoughts? Is this something that which you guys are part of? Thinking about it, I, I'd kind of say nine sexy. Nine is a sexy number. <laughs> Definitely number eight. Yeah, eight is sexy. Nine and six are sexy. Why nine, six and eight? I already have an idea in the back of my mind, but why is it to you, Patrick? I guess it's that they have like like shape of like you feel like you can hold them. <laughs> Okay, I was thinking that you're probably thinking subconsciously about 69. Nah, nah. I'm just thinking about me holding a number nine as like a number. Like literally. <laughs> <laughs> like holding. Is, that, is that what gets you off, is it? <laughs> no, it's oh, not what gets baby, me off. sweet talk me, sweet talk me. <laughs> Tell me what but four yeah. plus five is, come on. Nine's quite a sexy number. I guess, like I said, it's just the shape, the way it's right, written. Compared to other numbers, you know what I mean? Five's not exactly sexy, is it? Nah. And Liam, you said eight. I mean, it kind of looks like titties or an ass. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, or like just a two-leveled snowman. It's got more of a human shape to it. Uh, you can imagine. You can imagine having sex with eight. That's all I'm saying. Not like the other one. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that's a first for me. I guess. I guess three is kind of like that in that respect as well. Yeah, I mean, all good things come in threes. I've got like the the MacBook Pro, so I've got. I'm just staring at like this lit number three right in front of me and I'm thinking I could I could probably work with that <laughs> well try not to disappear anywhere for a moment Liam <laughs> we still got a podcast to record 
Control your emotions and, and your hormones, please. We've got half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Reckon I could whack one out to free in that time. <laughs> nah, gee, takes me like two hours. Okay, so let's just speculate around this a little bit. What situation do you think someone has had to have been in to have searched this before on the internet? Well, I mean, I read this book called The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat by Oliver Sacks, and he does all these accounts of like neurological disorders. And there were these twins, and they were like human calculators, and they could add any two numbers. It didn't matter how big it was, instantly divide all of that. And the interesting thing about them is they also had no other kind of forms of intelligence. They could barely speak to people. I don't even know if they could speak at all, really. Wow. Couldn't write or read. Like In many different ways, they had like severe learning disabilities, apart from the fact they could just add numbers with like such ease. And supposedly, all the numbers had like different feelings to them. You know, like they liked six or they felt like six felt really nice or like seven was uh, not so nice. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe... I don't know, because you can ascribe feelings to a lot of different things, can you? Like, yeah. for some reasons, some things feel right and some things don't feel right. And maybe this person or these people, there must be more than one, have just taken it to some weird level. Wow, that actually got quite deep straight on, Liam. I actually applaud you for that. I was thinking more of someone going into a maths exam thinking, I ain't going to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I can cope all these numbers for 60 minutes. <laughs> And then they got to question it because when you're in that age group, you know, doing exams, you don't know what's going on with your hormones, do you? Yeah. The yeah. smallest BMT. things can set you off, even <laughs> the number eight. Maybe they take it even further. They just end up doing like maths at university. <laughs> oh, that's nuts. I mean, it's not the first time you have a massive erection in the library, so. <laughs> I actually have. That's happened to me before. <laughs> the library is a special place, man. Like you're locked down, basically. You're forced to do all these crazy revision hours and... Things get weird. It gets pretty tribal in there. And uh, and Patrick, what's your thinking? Behind the numbers thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. I don't know, actually. It's, it's kind of a... It is a bit of a weird one. But I guess kind of like it does stem to puberty as well. It can You can relate to it. You can relate to this, can you? No, well, some people can. Like Some people find different things, certain things sexually attractive, you know? I know a girl who told me that she knew a boy who was sexually attracted to beach balls. Oh, wow, that's really? weird. But trust me, there is there's nothing a human hasn't already tried to fuck. Every single thing. I guess we'll be finding out more about this through our rabbit hole today once we're actually researching and looking into this question. I wonder if there's a difference between like the numbers that men are attracted to and the numbers women are attracted to. Mm. Yeah, that is a good question. Because obviously, I, I was thinking of eight and three because, like, I mean, three. It, it kind of looks like a hip, like the hips. Do you know what I mean from the back? Like, do you know like the love heart? It's, but the free is basically a love heart without the little triangle at the end. And the love heart obviously has like sexual connotations to it. But or, I wonder if or a booty. It's like a booty as well from the back. Yeah, that's exactly what, that's exactly how I'm looking at it right now, looking at my uh, keyboard. But I wonder if women, I don't know, is there any kind of phallic numbers? Not really. One, One. but Probably it's like a bit seven. pencil shape. You reckon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll have to search this up. And another question which I found from finding this one actually is, is it normal to be sexually attracted to Pokemon? Which was another popular question out there. I mean, it's people definitely do it 100%. Yeah, there's fetishes out there. There's Pokemon fetishes. I reckon there's probably Pokemon hentai, surely. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. 100 million. The thing is, yeah, I know for sure in the world somewhere, there's a Pokemon brothel. Like, uh-huh. where you can, like, it's got the rooms and everything. This, like, the Pokeballs. Like, the beds of Pokeballs. You know that, do you? 100% there is. What's that Pokemon that's basically uh, a woman? Is it, like, Jinx or something? And she, she, she like, hypnotizes people. Yeah, yeah. All I'm saying as well is um, Jigglypuff would get it. <laughs> you know, I, w- I wouldn't go to that length, but I would definitely say I can see maybe more with Pokemon than numbers. And I don't mean 100% sexually attracted as such. I mean more no, as me. the, the idea of a Pokemon is attractive to me, I think. You know, having like a personal bodyguard animal with superpowers. A girl could just sit on the floor and then like summon Diglett. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> oh my God. And what kind of person do you think is searching this? I'm thinking maybe bankers. Numbers? Yeah. Who, who would, who would want to fuck numbers? What class of people would want to do that? I was thinking money. Yeah, it's just weird, man. Money's attractive. But nevertheless, I guess we'll find out. There's got to be some kind of science behind this or reasonings to why we we find weird things maybe attractive. I'm really curious about this, actually. Okay, so now we know our focus and we have guessed why they might have searched for it in the first place. And all that's left now is to really lose ourselves in the search results of is it normal to be sexually attracted to numbers? We're going to be looking for 30 minutes, no more, no less. But of course, we're not going to bore you with this 30-minute search. And thanks to the power of editing, we'll be back in a matter of seconds with hopefully some kind of answer or trivia or some weird facts. So guys, if you're ready, let's explore the search results of is it normal to be sexually attracted to numbers? Let's go. I'm ready. So, believe it or not, we have actually been searching for 30 minutes, haven't we, guys? Yes. Yep. We have just time-travelled here into the future. (laughs) So, guys, who wants to go first? Uh, Patrick, why don't we start with you? Did you find anything interesting around, is it normal to be sexually attracted to numbers? Yeah, I I started off, obviously, with the question, and then it just kind of got lost in so many things. (laughs) (laughs) Same here, same here. So... The first thing I found, just straight off the bat, it was something called paraphilias. So a paraphilia is when you're a sexual interest in objects, situations or individuals that are atypical. And then someone else said it's called a fetish and some someone randomly gets associated with the response. I was like, fair enough. To be honest, I was finding a lot about fetishes and, and along those lines. Um, quickly, Liam, what about yourself? What stuff did you find which really caught your attention? Yeah, I mean, to begin with, on Psychology Today, yeah, basically this seems to be a paraphilia. That term encompasses everything from like sexual disorders or fetishes. So I guess it's a case for some people to enjoy getting humiliated or spanked or something, you know, Patrick. Um <laughs> Others have an urge to flash themselves in public. And I guess other people just want to fuck numerical digits. Um, 
Yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, in his 2008 book, uh, this is from Wikipedia, of course, on sexual pathologies, he had someone called An- Anil Agrawal. Sorry, that's probably... Anil, I think it's Anil. Anil. <laughs> no way, that would be so ironic. Um, but yeah, he compiled a list of 547 terms of different paraphilic sexual interests. And he says, like, allergies, sexual arousal may occur from anything under the sun, including the sun itself. I guess uh, I saw something on WebMD as well that it's all down to like childhood trauma or sexual abuse of some kind. For some reason, there might be some kind of object involved and that kind of gets meshed into the sexual experience and it just kind of burns itself into the brains of people. So I, I don't know. Right now, I'm possibly imagining a situation where as a kid, someone gets their like first blowjob or something in a school supply room and as soon as they nut... They look up and they just, you know, they, they see a maths textbook or something and a big old <laughs> seven is just, yeah. And, you know, a big old seven is just staring them right back in the face. And, you know, from that point in onwards, print. they're kind of, they're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're mentally afflicted from that point forward. That is nuts, isn't it? I think definitely, you know, I, I found something quite similar and just straight away I, I went to the clickbait stuff and found a, an article on the mirror about, people and about relationships and stuff and i and i found something apparently going by the name of object sexuality um, oh, yeah. and essentially it is a form of sexual romantic attraction between inanimate objects so essentially it's more around an attraction of strong feelings and love and commitment to certain items instead of just around appearance it's more of a, a feeling and people just say that it's incomprehensible and they're able to communicate and these objects have souls and stuff. So, you know, it definitely struck me and opened my mind up really after kind of researching and and watching some interviews on YouTube and stuff about there was a woman called Erica Eiffel who was maybe one of the most famous because she actually married the Eiffel Tower. And actually kind of hearing... Yeah, hearing from her in an interview about how she speaks about it. It did make me think, you know, at the end of the day, I guess whatever makes you happy and who you love, you can't really help it or what you love. I guess just kind of roll with it because I guess we're living in the 21st century now. A lot more weird stuff's going on. I mean, I guess I can understand loving objects, perhaps. But, I mean, Mm. for example, that woman, did she actually want to fuck the Eiffel Tower? That's my question. She was kissing it and stuff. And then I found another one of a guy who... uh, said that he was sexually active with his car and he was kissing That's his car. That's freaking weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, and like it's laying like underneath when, his car and stuff. It's like when you turn 16 and then there are those lads who like get cars really early and that's all they ever talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they probably have done something with their car like that. Yeah, they probably like slit a little hole into the, like, the back seat or something and stuff it. Stuff it with warm lentils and just fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw something on the mirror as well. And it was Linda, 56-year-old woman from the United States. And she was sexually attracted or in love to a 70-foot-tall, 70-ton roller coaster. And she said, to well. me, yeah. Bruce is just amazing when he stands up and is all spread out. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe if it vibrates or rattles a lot when she rides Maybe, it. yeah, she gets... You know, I, I think I have seen an interview with that woman from years ago, and I don't know if this is just where it's been lost in my mind, but I'm pretty sure she was 
taking oil out of the roller coaster and like rubbing it on her face and oh, stuff. I thought like you were going to say something else, like rubbing it on her ass or something. <laughs> Probably that Probably, too. Maybe when the cameras are off. Well, like what? As, as lube. As lube. <laughs> and, and also, as well, the funny thing is, when I'm researching this question, I, was, I came across more stuff, like, but it's, it, it's not really related. It's kind of related in the sexuality thing, kind of sexually attracted. But it says here, apparently, demisexual, this is what it means. So, people that can only be with people if they feel a bond. I'm, that makes sense. I actually, I'm actually like that. I can't be with someone if I don't feel a bond. It just feels weird. It feels really weird. It feels like you're forcing it or there's nothing there. It's like trying to grab air and there's nothing. You know what I mean? It's very romantic. I, I'd say, I'd say, yeah, I, yeah, I'd say I'm demisexual because I can't I, be with I a girl unless a I'm actually, lie. I rate her in some way. <laughs> I'm not a pig. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a pig. Like I wouldn't just like, do that I mean, you know what in I mean? terms of objects i mean do you know you know shintoism in in japan my friend told me this that you know there's like this kind of affiliation that we have in our mind that japanese people and like robots and they make robots and robots are like a big part of their culture whatever yeah, yeah my friend told me because like in shintoism they believe that certain objects has they have like spiritual essence attached to them or spirits kind of like i don't say possessed but they're attached to certain objects they have like a spiritual essence to them so they tend to respect objects sometimes as if they were actual like living beings if that makes sense especially like some things are considered like very sacred and my friend told me that's why because for them things like robots and they actually have some robots and they have like robots who uh, look after the elderly and, and stuff like that and they treat them as if they were kind of almost people or with like a fair amount of respect which I thought was quite interesting. And, you know, we're definitely going to be fucking robots in the very near future, 100%. <laughs> Is that something you're looking forward Some to? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, technology only gets better and better. So, I mean, that's the sad, <laughs> that's the sad reality of it. You know, in, in the future, it's just going to be a load of really smart artificial intelligences. And we're going to be like those people from um, Wally. We're going to be fucking big fat blobs. And we're going to have like amazing <laughs> fucking sex robots. They're going to be like Kim Kardashian's on command. And um, that's all what our life is going to be. We're just going to fucking chill and watch movies and shit. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Patrick's there already. <laughs> well, I'm living the rockstar lifestyle, you know. Hey, go on. Well, the freaking, what's it called? <laughs> the backdoor pub rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's another thing I found on Yahoo Answers. And then this is what um, stumbled from the question. It says, a girl says, am I the only person afraid of sex? I'm 28 years old and a female. She says she's generally afraid of it because she says it's, people have told her actually that it's painful and unenjoyable and she doesn't want to do it and it's ruined relationships because obviously guys want to take it to the next step and because of what she's been told by other people, she's terrified. And these are the comments of fucking jokes because <laughs> the comments, yeah, of what people were saying after. The first comment, yeah, someone said is, I could turn you into a slut in two months. <laughs> and he was like, where are you from? Yeah, he was like, where are you from, hun? And then the second comment was, oh, you can't have sex if you aren't married. And I was like, oh, fair enough. And then... The third comment, the guy was like, losing your virginity isn't always painful, but it can be uncomfortable. I was like, how the hell is this guy meant to know? He's freaking a man. And then the last comment 
it was like said this this guy was literally talking a whole paragraph about the scientific like oh you need to make sure that there's enough lubrication and this and that i was just like what the hell like how are these guys trying to like get her to do this and the first question was really was why is she online asking random people if she should have sex or not like what the hell yeah, you're definitely just inviting like a thousand sims to just... <laughs> yeah, the comment list was the pretty long, section. yeah. It was pretty long. Like, oh, baby, you'll be so good with me, trust me. Where do you live? <laughs> Connor, I like what you said earlier about like bankers possibly having this kind of condition. You know, like that scene from like Wolf of Wall Street when Matthew McConaughey is all talking about, you know, having to deal with digits all day and that's why he's smashing bare coke. But of course, like bankers, it's all about like getting the numbers up and it's like the... the the biggest number is what you're always aiming for. Exactly. I feel like today, exactly. you know, you have like social media influencers and it's the same thing. You know, you're trying to get 10,000 likes, 1 million views. I mean, maybe, yeah. you know, we are just like attaching a lot of worth to, to numbers and you just, it's like an after addiction. a while you just want to pipe them. It's like a, yeah. it's more, no, I wouldn't even say it's a sexual addiction. It does, it gives you the same feelings as that's like sex, like, because obviously you feel like, that, that rush, that kind of like quick adrenaline coming through you. And at the same time, it's just a case of, you know, it's going to go anyway, because you, but, but you want more. It's exactly <laughs> like sex. <laughs> but yeah, I guess. Yeah. So finally, we're going to review the whole question and summarize what we found out. So essentially what I found out was that, yes, it is quite normal to be object sexual and be sexually attracted to objects and things and really you can't help how you feel that's kind of what i realized now earlier i was kind of thinking okay maybe this is a bit weird but from reading about what people have done in the past and actually seeing some interviews and hearing from the people about how they feel it definitely has made me a bit more aware to that if you like something or like someone just roll with it do you know what i mean just get on with it and uh, and do what you want to do. Definitely not normal. I mean, I, I appreciate <laughs> I, I appreciate your open mind, Connor. You really are um, a beautiful yeah, soul. Yeah, you really are um, in the 21st century. No, I don't know what I'd say if I met someone who wanted to fuck numbers. <laughs> I'd be like, you're a nine out of ten crazy. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're if you're searching that question genuinely, you know, seek help. Um, it's going to be a long, hard struggle for you from this point onwards. And Patrick? Yeah, I'm going to have to side with Liam on this because it's weird. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like me being sexually attracted to a sock or a shoe. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't get it. I will, I will never understand it. There is people out there that have these weird kinks and fetishes. But, you know, at the end of the day, I guess who I am, who am I to judge? Because I'm like attracted to weird stuff as well. Go on, give us an example. I'm attracted to like really soft material. No. Oh. Nice. It's just like, I love Such it on my skin. It just feels so good. Okay, there we go. You heard it here first, guys. Exclusive. So overall, guys, thinking in a broader term of the question and about whether you learned something new and whether you felt it was entertaining, let's rate it out of 10. So out of 10, what would you guys give this question? I would give it a solid 7, okay. I reckon, or an 8. Very nice. Patrick? Yeah, i give it like a 7. Yeah, I would say maybe a six. I thought it was good. I was I was hoping to find out maybe some a bit more. I, I want to get into the history of it. You know, I want to find out maybe where things had, had you know, spiraled in from or maybe a, a famous emperor who had fallen in love with 
an object. But, you know, I guess that's what you can find in half an hour. But well done, guys. Thank you very much. Cheers. Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah, thank you. So, overall, we hope you have enjoyed this episode and potentially learnt some pointless trivia, some facts which will be of use to no one, or maybe just gained a better understanding to how the world works and what people there are in the world as well. Please remember, if you like this, to share this with your friends or anyone you feel like needs to know about this. And please leave us a review. If you like the show, that would mean the world to us. Do you have any unanswered questions where you're just too scared to put it in your search history? Well, we want to hear them and we want to research it for you. So send across all of your stupid questions to searchresultspodcast at gmail.com and we might pick it for the focus of our next show. And that wraps it up. So until the next episode where we look at another stupid, crazy question asked on the internet, it's a thank you from me, Connor Morin. Thank you from me, Liam Curran. And thank you for me, Patrick Nelson. Thanks for listening, guys, and see you next time on Search Results. Mm-hmm.